We live. We yeah. live. Live well, we from the, live from the the new podcast office. This is the sickest podcast office. New studio. How many people do you actually think stay here longer than thirty days? Earlier you mentioned thirty days is the max. Because I would I would want to be out here a lot. It's funny that you say that. My mom and dad want that they, they, they want something like this as well. They're getting really? to a point where they're about not on the lake. They want to buy something ocean access because they want to do the Great Loop. I think we talked about this, mm-hmm. or I mentioned it, right? America's Great Loop, twenty six hundred miles. It's and it's all done on the waterways, right? Um, they want something. So every we were up here yesterday. My mom sat here and crocheted while my dad and I did some boat projects. Uh, and she said, I, I don't understand why you're not up here every single day, <laughs> you know? And, and when you're here, right, it's incredible. Because during the week, uh, it's about like this. There is no one here. It's peaceful. So It's the, so quiet. The guy that you just saw walk up, um, very skilled tradesman. There's a demasted, looks to be 38-foot, monohull sailboat in that slip so this guy is completely restoring upgrading refurbishing this sailboat inside and out (laughs) for the owner and that's all that guy does he shows up and he works in that boat yeah and that that's that's as much as you get the gentleman on the end down here in, in the in the very large boat that we came by that i was telling you about he stays here about half the time. He's got another one in Florida at a marina. He goes down there. Extremely nice guy. Got a little dog, Kahuna. <laughs> Very friendly. Yeah. And uh, it's sick. That's about it. This is sick. I mean, just sitting up here, what do you call this area on the boat? This is the Flybridge. Flatbridge. Fly. Flybridge. Yes. That's a lot nicer sounding. Yeah. So the flybridge, or as my, or as as my wife says, upstairs. upstairs. <laughs> said, it's a, it was a whole thing, right? Port starboard, forward aft, you yeah, know, yeah. bridge, salon, cockpit, you okay. know. Uh, she says she started out with left, right. She started out with the front of the boat, the back of the boat, <laughs> uh, upstairs, downstairs, right. So, um, but she's, I, I, I turn into this animal, this this totally different person when I when I get around boats or on a boat yeah because i've been on them around them all my life and, and and absolutely love it right so it's important for me it's it's nothing for me to say hey uh forward port or aft starboard yeah you know indicating where i'm talking <laughs> about and she's like what i know well it'd be the same for me when i hear that i'm like can you repeat that maybe just in english terms but you know owning the boat now for i guess what maybe two months and she's been on a boat once before with me, but outside of that, this was her first introduction yeah. to a boat or being around boats constantly with me. Right. And, you know, in the beginning, so operating a boat, I there's a few things that I think I do really well. This is probably at the top of the list. I have zero problems my confidence level is probably 
too much, right, <laughs> to the point to where, <laughs> to where it can be detrimental. But um, I can operate a boat. Um, but I don't I, – I, I'm not anchored. Man, I've – you know, you see this beautiful 38-foot speedboat here. This was my introduction. You know, this is what I stayed in. The speedboat? Yeah. You know, I, when I said I raced APBA and OPBRA back in the day before I had quote-unquote get a real job, right? It was that, but without the back seat, without all the bed in the front and all the kitchen, it's just a stripped-down right. cigarette-style speedboat running 85 miles an hour in ridiculous water conditions. It's an adrenaline rush. It's cool. So I'm either at the dock or I'm wide open somewhere, <laughs> right? But anchoring is an art as much as a science in and of itself, right? And it's not as complicated here on the lake as it is in a tidal area with currents and fluctuating water levels and what have you. But even still, like, I knew of scope. I knew how to calculate scope. I knew how much you should have and all that whole conversation around your anchor road and chain otherwise known as line and you know chain but um that's crazy it was a, it was a learning process it sounds like an art i me. hate sucking at things <laughs> right i'm okay if i'm not the best i'm okay with just hey that was fun you know but if snowboarding 100 percent props to those who can snowboard either right. professionally or just without face planting every 10 seconds did you try to get into snowboarding for a while no i went snowboarding once because uh -huh. i was like this will be you know i used to skateboard as a kid right i was no tony hawk <laughs> but i could skateboard down the street right you know so yeah hell yeah man throw me on a snowboard worst experience of my life Oh, well, not of my life. Worse, that's, really? That, that's that's okay. dramatic, all right? right. All right, all right. We'll get back to the terrible worst experience. Ex terrible experience. Yeah. Um, immediate respect for anyone who can snowboard <laughs> for fun or much less professionally. Right. Uh, and uh, I made it about halfway down the beginner's hill before I finally got tired of falling on my face and almost <laughs> killing myself multiple times. And finally took my boots out of my bindings and sat in between them and snowboarded down on my butt on the board and got to the bottom and I said I'll see you guys at the lodge whenever you're done today no shame it was a beginner's hill so <laughs> point is you you absolutely cannot do anything you want if you put your mind to it <laughs> the caveat to that is you can with tons and tons of practice and instruction and money and time. Mm -hmm. So totally agree. You know, it's the, you got to add that last little bit, right? Dedication. Mm -hmm. I didn't put the work in, so obviously, yes, I face planted forty-four times. You know, in a matter of minutes. Um, so hate sucking at something, and it whooped my tail the first few times we went out. It didn't whoop my tail, but I had, I didn't have the proper understanding of anchoring techniques. Mm how you should position i wanted the boat right here i dropped the anchor and hell here's where i'm supposed to stay it doesn't work that way so i immediately read everything i could find which is probably what i should have done for the snowboard exercise you know should have learned took some instructions and then maybe it would have been different well what was the year maybe the information wasn't available at the time bro we're not talking about 50 years ago now <laughs> come on 
Uh, we're talking, you know, 15 years ago. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, the internet was here. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah, we did have smartphones. I didn't take pictures on my on my flip phone. But uh, so read everything we could and and just digested as much information as I could find. And now we're like pros. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, that's that anchor, that orange fender ball that's down there. I got an anchor recovery set up, which is a whole thing I can show you if you're interested. I've not had to use it Sounds here. Sounds a little too in-depth for me. Right. Yeah, it's not, It's it's overkill, but I wanted an anchor buoy. So when I was learning, I rigged up. You can clip it on the, on the bell of the anchor on the hook, and it's a separate line, and I attached it through a ring with a counterweight so that when I dropped the anchor, that counterweight would run through that ring and position that ball directly above where my anchor was at. So okay. for me, when I was learning, since there's no chain counter, or, you know, you know, road counter on here, I don't know how much anchor line I got out. Okay. So I knew how deep the water was, and I would set the anchor. As soon as I, you could tell when it hits the bottom, because the road kind of goes slack a little bit. But you put a little reverse on the boat. And so I could see how much I had out. Okay. So it was it was part of my learning experience. Now it's just a, an extra piece of kit that I have if I need an extra fender ball, if we tie up with somebody else or something. Yeah, you train someone you know, else. It works, right? Yeah. So, you know, the whole point is that it was a learning experience. And, you know, aside from that, this is the first time I've been on this particular model of boat or this type of boat for any length of time other than to just operate it. So forums, which are my favorite. If you're not familiar with a forum, if you're into anything, cars, BMW, Mercedes, Toyotas, right? Pick something. There's a, somebody's created a forum where like-minded people are there mm -hmm. and they're discussing tips and problems and hey I've got this have you ever seen this and you know it works it's incredible so Meridian Yacht Owners Forum NYO just hundreds of pages and topics of knowledge I have yet to see something that I've been interested in that someone else hasn't already asked and completely sussed out because they don't build this boat anymore oh Meridian went out of business, I think in probably, I don't know, 14 or 15. I don't know. Hell, maybe later than that. But it's been some years since they built this boat. Yeah. So, you know, getting information. It's got a strong owner base. Yeah. It's a very well-built boat. I don't like calling it a yacht because it seems pretentious. I'd call it a yacht. It's, it's a Meridian yacht is the name of the actual vessel so i guess technically it is but i it's my name it, my name it is yes it identifies as a yacht well, by itself with its own name i think that was the company name so i see meridian yachts <laughs> but it just seems ultra pretentious to say <laughs> sure. i'm going to the yacht That's well it's not, not where i'm at right so i think uh as a boat skeptic as a boat skeptic as someone who never really understood boats yeah you know, i've been on some boat rides like uh in the past i don't know 15 years i've probably been on 
five like personal sized boat rides and yeah I never saw the draw to actually owning one but now being here you know I was even skeptical as you described like coming up here every weekend I thought yeah it's gotta be a little bit of a hassle right <laughs> but now making the drive myself yeah. being here seeing what it's like seeing the livable space that you do have mm-hmm. I get it sitting up here with the cool breeze on my back on a warm day even docked you know even on the dock like yeah it's it's even nice on the dock right you don't have to move the boat to oh. enjoy the space that you have and Correct. that was one of the things that i thought was i thought you have to you know for you to really feel like you're getting the experience that you bought you were hoping to buy hoping right. for is that you got to be out it's it's the so there, there's uh, you know a dozen other things that i could probably list but it's not fair to recreational vehicle vehicles you know campers right it's not it's not fair to those guys because i am ridiculously biased to boats and the water and everything else i love the way the vessel moves through the water i like the sounds it makes i like the feedback on the controls i like being able to operate that how to cross a wake you know weather conditions i love all of that right it's that that's my that's what gets me so yeah but I've owned RVs or campers, right? If I want to go somewhere, sure, I could camp in the driveway, but you know that's what you know, right? Right. But you hook it up or throw a tent in the back and all your gear and whatever. You drive somewhere, then you unload all of it. You get your setup put together and functional, and then you can start what you would consider camping. Right. Yeah. You know? The experience that you thought of when you purchased right. the camper. This. We can sit here all day. I was here yesterday for five or six hours. Never left the dock. We'll be here this morning. Never left the dock. It's your first time on the boat, so we'll get through all of that. And Mm -hmm. then perhaps next time we show up a little bit earlier and then we can go to our favorite little, you know, cove and throw the hook and we can do it there one morning, you know, and and you can see what it's like to actually – because right now you see the lake right yeah. you see the water there's no one here no one out here there's it's, no jet skis no wakeboard boats it's empty in a good way a yeah. peaceful way it's flat sort of a I own this space way yeah so these are my favorite cruises we get up in the morning before everybody gets out there's a handful of people who are fishing mm-hmm. because before the jet skis and the speed boats and the wakeboard boats and all of that nonsense gets out here and gets active not I call it nonsense, right? People enjoying the lake in their own way. Yeah. It's flat and it's a beautiful cruise. It's very quiet. It's not, you know, busy. And uh, this this is my favorite time. Early in the morning is my favorite time. This is nice. Yeah. This does not suck. I'm a believer now. <laughs> I'm a bow believer. Right. But like you said, thinking about the RVs. So this would be like the equivalent would be is wherever you park your RV and you store your RV, you could actually go and enjoy your RV there. You wouldn't right. necessarily have to set out, but you don't have that luxury. Right. You know, you store your RV. I mean, it's literally like a storage facility. Well, you drove by a couple of them to get mm-hmm. here. No, actually, I'm sorry. You did pass one. But it, when I saw that screenshot of your, your map where you say make sure this is the right place, this is your first time here. 
you came in a different way. You came in off of 985, did you not? You know, I don't really know. Don't remember now. Yeah. So you have a little bit further. Really how how far was the drive for you this morning? About 45 minutes. Okay, yeah. So a slightly longer drive, but. Um, yeah, I don't drive much anymore. The car yeah. does most of it. I probably took over three or four <laughs> I forgot, times. forgot, yeah. <laughs> probably took over three or four times. It was funny. I kind of set out with the goal of trying to get here without taking over. Right. But it's just sometimes, you know, you feel a little uncomfortable. Like, there was a guy stepping out into the road with cones, like, setting up the cones. And the car was slowing down, but not fast enough for me. So I kind of just took over real quick and swerved around it just to be safe, you know. Make him right. feel safe, make him right, feel safe. Right, right. The car's not going to hit him. It knows where he's at. You can see it on the screen. But, right. you know, just acting more like a human driver in that situation is nice for people around you, too. Right. And then... uh Sometimes it gets a little bit slow, like it, say maybe making a left turn at a, an unprotected left where you don't have a green arrow. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of step on the gas to give it a little oomph. Other than that, chill. So then, but the downside is sometimes you miss things like someone will say a road name and you have no clue what road <laughs> you've been on or have not been on. Bro, I don't it's know. It's like when you got Google Maps, right? It was like, before you got Google Maps, you knew what roads you needed to get on. You knew the sign names, right? You knew all the turns. I need to turn left at a Kroger or whatever it is. And now, you got so you got Google Maps, then you stopped having to remember all that stuff. And this is like the next step where you don't even look at the map. You don't even have to know when you're turning. You just see where the car takes you. Hmm. It's a mind trip. Yeah, well, I, f- I forget. What, when you sent me that, you, I was in a call on the way here. And you sent me a text. And it was a screen, which I didn't know what it was because I didn't look at it. And then I pulled up here where I wasn't driving because I don't have a Tesla. <laughs> and parked like a responsible, you know, vehicle operator and I pulled my (laughs) phone up and I saw you were like hey just you want to make sure this this looks right and I was like oh yeah dude and I was texting you and I was telling you hey I'm you know at the top of the hill you know for this dock and whatever and I saw you pulling pulling up and I was like oh and then I realized bro you were on your way I was like man you taking screenshots that's sketch I forget you weren't even I mean you weren't driving physically driving the car right right which is still mind blowing, right? So yeah, it was nothing to take a screenshot and shoot a text. Well, yeah. In fact, the car—I don't realize how much I'm looking at the phone doing something until the car says, "Hey, pay attention, beep boop," or whatever. I forget the sound. It's not beep boop, obviously, because that'd be a <laughs> ridiculous sound for a beep car. Beep boop. But we watched that toy that Toy Story movie, that recent one with Buzz Lightyear, beep, beep and there's boop. a cat in there. It goes beep boop whenever it's making decisions. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So we use that for the Tesla when we talk about it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it says beep boop, and it reminds you, hey, you need to pay attention. But, yeah, it's nothing to take a screenshot and shoot it out and send off a message or whatever. It used to be, before the Tesla, that it was like, okay, well, if you did that too much and you had family in the car or whatever, it's like it's a little sketchy. Like, hey, you need to get off your phone. You right. need to drive this thing. Right. But now it's more like, I know it's wrong. 
probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> but the car's driving. You know? Right, right. It's hard to not just think to yourself, like, oh, I got a little bit of time. I could send that message to Will and, or, like, call my mom or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it goes back to the thing that we talked about before, right? I love to I love to drive. I'm what you would consider a petrol head. I enjoy head. a good car, you know, with proper handling and, you know, the sound of the engine, the feeling of doing X, Y, and Z, right? So, and I'm like, I'm not buying a Tesla. You know, I want to drive my own car. Well, I want to drive the car until I don't want to drive the car down the interstate. Mm-hmm. When we drove to Canaveral last weekend, you know, or last week, it would have been brilliant to be able to say, all right, you know, I could send a text or check an email or, or whatever, right? Or we could just have a conversation and right. I don't have to. It's that thing of like, you know, when you're driving, we're going on a road trip. You and I go somewhere in my truck. I drive for a little bit. And then we switch up, and you drive for a little bit. Right. I'm still riding. I'm still in the vehicle for the same amount of time, but right. it's markedly different in the passenger seat because you're not constantly engaged with the road and other drivers and you know manipulating controls. Right. So I could see the benefit just, in the Tesla. Would they? Now, would I have put the Tesla on autopilot from the house to here? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Depends on. That's the thing. Is it? having it gives you the ability to choose right it depends on the mood well, yes it depends on what you're looking for that particular moment it depends yes. on if you're whatever right trying to have a an in-depth discussion with your spouse or not you know i just realized you you hear that constant trickle of water right yeah I just want to let everyone know that the background mic no one is not using the proper restroom <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> what what is the trickle of water? There's that no is, waterfall. It's, it's coming out of the side of our boat that we're on. Oh, is it? Yes. It is. I see it. The air conditioner units use raw water to cool the condensers. So there's a pump that pulls it from the bottom of the boat, lake water up through the pipes, cools and circulates it and comes right back out the other side. That's the cooling water constantly if the air conditioners are running that's you hear that constantly so i'm used to it and i just re- I, I saw the mic and i was like ah oh, facing that way yes it's picking up a lot of noise too i think it's picking up wind or something back there but that's okay we can turn it down a learning a learning experience right next yeah. time perhaps we put the mic somewhere uh, else yeah. you know so you went you did the drive you went on a cruise since we last talked. Listen, let me tell, tell you something. Me the stories. Let me tell you something. I've only ever been on one cruise prior to this. Okay. I I had a miserable <laughs> had a miserable time. What? The first time, right? The first time. How much did you pay for your miserable time? Do you ever think about that? Oh when yeah, you, oh, 100%, <laughs> right? You know, there. it's one of those it was one of those at the time my financial situation was much much different. As we're doing a podcast for my yacht, <laughs> um, it's so true. Boat, I, I hate to it's from our boat, right? Uh, don't don't put yacht in here. Edit that out. Um, but I'm, I told you, our <laughs> budget for editing is zero. So 
<laughs> so we I'm have so sorry. Zero editing budget. If you budget. name drop, if you share a story <laughs> that you didn't mean to share. So, but I'll help you out. It, it, it's a yacht. The name is yacht. It identifies as a yacht. It's a small boat. There you go. Thank you. So, but financial situation was much different. Let's, you know, we should, girlfriend at the time. We should do a when cruise. You booked the cruise? Oh yes, we were. We it was it was with my girlfriend at the time, you know, many years ago, right? You booked this cruise? No, you nut. Let, the first, the one. first one. Yes, Got the miserable it. experience. Now I'm tracking. This last we cruise, amazing time. Okay. Ten of ten would recommend do it again. This, exactly the same way. Great. First cruise, only experience on a cruise. I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is. I had a miserable time. This this is bullshit. I'm not doing this, you know. I don't understand why people get so wound up about a cruise. <laughs> so, background and, you know, perception is everything, right? But $199 for a four-day, three-night cruise, you know, down to the Nassau. Or, I don't know, three-day, two-night cruise, whatever the hell it was. Short cruise. <laughs> yeah. 199 bucks, right? You must have drank a First, lot. No, okay. that's that's what it cost me to get on the boat. Well, I meant since you didn't remember. So I for 199 bucks <laughs> on a cruise to the Bahamas. Yeah. What they don't tell you is that secures you a broom closet with a double bed in it and what they call a sink and, you know, restroom facility. Yeah. I was like, well, this is ridiculous. There's not a window. It's an interior room, which obviously it's it's $200, right? And we get on this boat. Again, financial situation is much different. Didn't want the drink package. You know, we're going to buy some drinks. Yeah. Constantly like, oh, my God, that was $12, <laughs> you know? And uh, then the whole thing, which is what they do, right, where you get off the boat and all of a sudden somehow you've spent $350, for three days with gratuities and taxes right. and, you know, drinks here or whatever. It was just like, oh, my God, you know. So a much different experience. She and I were boyfriend and girlfriend, but definitely shouldn't have been in the same room, small room on a cruise ship, you know. But yeah. So, man, I don't want to go on a damn cruise, you know. Yeah. Last year. Prior to the Iceland debacle, which is a podcast in itself, cruise lines are trying to get people, hey, you know, we're coming. This is when we were, quote, coming out of the pandemic, right? Yeah. You know, crazy deals to get back on the boat. Wife has seasonal depression, so let's book one for January. That'd be great. We'll go down to the Bahamas. That'll get you out of here, get you some Perfect. sun. Yep. Yeah, right? Book this cruise. Crazy deal for a, you know, room with a balcony. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go, right? Well, January comes. Still not ready to get on the boat. Fresh from the ice. The Iceland thing is still fresh in our minds. Sure. So we took the voucher and bumped it. We rebooked it for last week, end of July. Good friends of ours wanted to go with us. They booked. We tied our itineraries together. Sweet. What they call a five-day, four-night. You leave on a Monday afternoon. You dock on the fifth day at 7.15 in the morning. So technically it's five-day, but 
it's four days, three full and some change on the boat, right? But okay. whatever. Great time. Marketing, you know. Love it. Upgraded the room to a, a junior suite with a balcony. So we're like, all right, yeah. And still crazy, great deal. Significantly more than $199. But we're not talking thousands of dollars here, right? You know, still what I consider from our vacation experiences extremely reasonable. Right. We booked a cabana for the four of us on their, you know, private island, the Coco Cay experience. They go to Nassau first, and they go to their little island, which is a whole thing, I guess, is new since 2019, what I was reading. It's a big, beautiful island. They put water parks in it, zip lines, man-made really? beaches, cabanas, jet skis, and all. I mean, it's, dude, it's a thing, right? Royal okay. Caribbean. Uh, booked a cabana on there for the four of us, you know. Got on get ready to go still have to test to get on the boat right before they took their test one of our our friends our couple of friends that was going with us she was extremely sick took a test she's positive for covid she made it two and a half years get out of here without getting it two days before she's supposed to test to get on the boat to go on this cruise with us she's positive awful timing right So, so so they're out and so we're that, like, we're yeah. like, damn, Shoot. they can get a voucher because if you have a positive test, they'll give you a voucher and you can Kick it out. rebook it. It's got to be awful for the companies. Us. Yes. Okay. You know, wanted to go with our friends, but we don't have a way two days before the cruise to say, hey, we changed our mind. We don't want to sure. go. So we're going, you know, force me to go on a vacation. Right. Okay. So we drive down there. Here's the other thing. Went to Walgreens to get a COVID test. Yeah. You can't take a test, which, by the way, FYI, as of the 8th, what's today? That, no, the 8th is next Four. Sunday. So as of the 8th, you no longer have to test to get on the boat. <laughs> so. But, oh, uh, man. Okay. So to get on the boat, you gotta have a t- you gotta have a negative COVID test and be vaccinated. We got our vaccines, you know, if that's whatever you guys want to deal about that. But <laughs> so we needed a test. You can't take it more than two days prior to your boarding date. Two days prior, which puts it, we board on Monday, so Sunday, Saturday. Yep. We took tests to go to Hawaii. We took tests to go to Iceland. Yep. We get it on a Saturday. We got it back Sunday afternoon. You know, they they send the test out. Okay. Overnight it. Okay. You know, that afternoon, and then the next morning, the lag checks it in. They process it. They email you your results. Great. We're like, all right. I mean, A, couldn't take it any earlier, so it is what it is. B, we'll get our test results. We'll drive down there. We drove halfway. We spent the night in, like, Gainesville, which put us a couple hours out. Yeah. Get up on Monday morning. We weren't supposed to check in until, like, 1. We'll ease down there. We'll get up and get some breakfast. We'll ease in, and we'll jump on the ship plenty of time to get our results back we're like 45 minutes outside the port and we've been furiously refreshing our emails and checking our spam yeah no word from walgreens no way so we're like you got to be freaking kidding me so i had looked it up and you could take a covid test at the port as a last minute option so you did you end up doing this? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped over the part where the Hawaii and the Iceland pre-travel COVID tests yeah. were free. Okay. That's no longer the case. Right, it's $129 a test. And for what? For next day results? No. No. PCR antigen because no one's doing the rapid test around in a Walgreens or a CVS. Gotcha. And it had to be from an authorized, you know, lab. Right. So we were forced to do the PCR antigen which takes up to 48 hours to get a result, but they don't guarantee a result. Yeah. But our previous ones were PCR antigen. They came back in plenty of time. Yeah. $129 each, right? So for, at this point, what, we're in for, what, 260 It's ridiculous. For COVID tests. Ridiculous. We show up at the port, still don't have tests, pay our $85 parking fee, get our bags and come down. We're like, man, this is ridiculous. Where's the COVID test here at the port so we right. can take to get on the boat? Another hundred and five dollars a piece. Oh my god! It's it's the damn it's the test I'm that the government sent us for free, right? Yes, right. It's just a technician. It's super easy. Sticks the thing in your nose and then. So help me, why why is Walgreens not using those? Man, tests? so we didn't pay for the internet package because the whole point of the vacation was to disconnect. Yeah. So I didn't check my email through the week, which is fine. Yeah. Get back to the port on Friday, refresh everything. We didn't get our test results until Wednesday evening at 6.15. Wow. So, and they don't guarantee it. So you have zero recourse. They were both negative, which is fantastic. But I didn't need to know that just for shits and giggles, right? I needed it to get on the boat. Right. Well, at this point, there's no urgency for travel testing, so they don't really care. Right. So it, it was a waste of 260 bucks. Isn't that awful? Right. We we had a similar situation coming back from London. We spent I spent probably three I'll say two hours just researching COVID testing because like you said you had to have it from an authorized place. Couldn't be your home test kit. And then we I wanted the results like it was a twenty four hours before the flight or something like that. Who knows? I don't remember but I just remember trying to find a place that will do it same day, give you the results same day, and definitely not send it off somewhere else. But no, a lot of the companies aren't broadcasting how they do it. They just say results within 24 hours or results within same day. Right. And then they list a price. And they don't tell you whether it's guaranteed or not sometimes right away. So anyway, I'm searching around. Luckily, we found a spot that was like 20 minutes away at least, and we went and got it done. But of course, it was... We paid like 150 bucks, something like that, for all of us to get tested. And it was just like you said. It was that little strip. Yeah. You know, they get the results within 15 minutes. And Which, then that's that. Have you, have you done – did you order the, the free government yeah. at-home test? Yeah. The test that I literally watched this technician do. Yeah. She took the same little tip. Yeah. Went up both nostrils, put it in the vial. That comes with the little at-home kit. Yeah. Shook it, and then dripped it into the into the same test dish that we have, the same little kit, right? Yeah. That comes from the free government tests. Yeah. And it either turns the line or it don't. And then she emailed us in like five minutes our test results or ten minutes for whatever the hell it was, right? Yeah. It was quick. Yeah. Emailed us our test results so that we have a certificate. Yeah. Showing that we were negative. And we got on the boat. Bro, it's this free test that I had at home. I just paid $105 for her to administer it because I guess she's the trained technician. Right. 
the approved source. And it, these people had two tables set up. Now, they were authorized by the cruise line. Sure. But there was a damn van. And there was the back of the van was open. There were two tables with two nurses or two technicians in scrubs. It's incredible. And they were just, man, they were ringing up folks, 105 bucks a pop. <laughs> now, oh, all of that is over as of the 8th. You don't have to have it. You don't have to have it to come back into the U.S. You don't have to have it to go to the other countries. So now we're back to flying with people potentially with COVID, traveling with them just like we used to when it was, hey, you've got the flu. It's so interesting. You know? How we've evolved over time. Now you have to worry about monkeypox. Monkeypox. You haven't seen this situation? I saw, a little I saw this dude's hand. Like, it looked like he had chicken pox on the palm of his hand. It's monkeypox. Really? Which... I don't. I haven't read anything else about it. Mm. I don't know. You may have monkeypox right now. You really? should get tested. Huh. What? Well, how much am I going to pay for this? Bro, test? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's going to require a test. It's like something out of a. You remember that? What, what was that movie? Mars Attacks. <laughs> you know. I saw that one. You have to watch it. It's so ridiculous. It's. Well, actually, you don't have to watch it. Okay. Thanks. Trust me, it's ridiculous. All but right. it looks like something. You know, hey, monkeypox. What? I, I listen, if you're if you've got it, you've been diagnosed with it. I don't know anything about it. I'm sympathetic to your plight. I'm sorry you're dealing with it. But I've, on the surface, it's like you just made that up, right? Yeah. And now we're just, you know, chickenpox. Now we have monkeypox. There's always something. Is what it seems like. Right. Let me tell you, we watched. Uh, speaking of movies and diseases, <laughs> we watched Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's dead center of this movie, you find out Belle, the lady character, uh, Disney princess, quote right, unquote. Right. They do a flashback. I guess it's the newest Beauty and the Beast. A flashback? They do a what, flashback to. What Beauty and the Beast are you watching? I don't know. Whatever the newest one is, I don't know. On Disney. And so they flash back and they show Belle discovering how her mom died I guess she didn't know how her mom died bro you watching the updated version this is the most recent Disney alright alright and in there it, this is a okay we have a six year old right Right. it quickly flashes it shows her mom she's laying in bed she's sick apparently she died from I think it was the plague something COVID. like that <laughs> <laughs> COVID Beauty and the Beast 2021 but there's this moment where they show the doctor in the room and have you ever seen what the doctors wore on their faces? No. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. My God. Yes. The long nose. The yes. yeah. The big mask. The yeah. bird beak. Looking, yes. The dark. Right. Black. Sketchy. Right. It was a mask. Right. But in the movie, they don't explain this. They don't. <laughs> my six-year-old's watching. Yeah, Dollars. And after they flash. <laughs> Traumatized. The doctor says something like, "You should leave," and like a deep voice. <laughs> He's got this sharp beak mask, you no. know, which they don't even show his face. It just looks like he's a freaking bird man <laughs> from the devil. I'm going to have to watch this. You got to see it. You're um, carrying on about this. My favorite thing about Beauty and the Beast was Chip <laughs> and his mother, the teapot, yes. and when they sang in the kitchen, be our guest with the candlestick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Outside of that, I don't that care about the rest moment. of it, right? Well, That's the mask stuck out because now he's asking about it, right? Well, after yeah. Oliver's pausing the movie. He's like, "What was that? What was that thing?" <laughs> and I'm like, 
I think it's a. I got I had to look it up. Disney's off it. the rails, man. I had to Google it, and it was like, yeah, here's the mask, and I had to show him like, so he's not gonna have nightmares about this guy who probably killed this lady in bed. But look, here's the thing, and I think this is probably true about a lot of the Disney movies. Have you watched? Rewatched. I'm sure you have with your son. Have you rewatched some of the older Pixar movies that you watched back in the day? Toy Story. Yeah. The original yeah. Toy Story, right? Yeah. We've C- seen the Cars. Yeah. Right? They're full, chock full of innuendos. Oh, super. Full. That as as a as a kid or as, you know as a young adult, you're just like right over the top. Yes. As a as a as an adult, as a grown ass man. <laughs> It's a, As a parent, you're like, crazy. wait, what did they just say? Uh-huh. <laughs> and the kids don't, you know, just go. you know. It's a cool phenomenon. <laughs> That's how they get the parents to watch the movies, right? Because it's I guess. funny sometimes. I mean, listen, if I was if I was writing writing a screenplay for for a Pixar movie, I'd I'd be throwing them in there too, you know. <laughs> that That's how I would cope, you know, with being a screenwriter for Pixar, you yeah. know. I'm, I'm writing cartoons about flying toasters and shit you know <laughs> you there, there has to be something cheeky in there right right, right. otherwise you're gonna go crazy yeah. <laughs> yes but dang this mask could, uh, could you imagine if they had these beak dark black? is this like an extended cut or something you a picture no this was the actual movie is updated new beauty and the beast right that whatever the most recent disney beauty and the beast is live action or however they is call gaston it. still an asshole gaston yeah he was rough okay he was a villain right. in the movie. well they got that right right and what, is it, what was the actual, um, the plague, right? The plague mask. I'm going to show you a picture of this. Plague mask. Why Why did we need that background, though? Look at this garbage. But why do we, what is this? That's from, the, well, yeah, I know what the plague. So this isn't a picture of the. Doctors would wear that. In, in, in the movie, they show a man with, like, clothes on. They don't show his face. They just show that, you know, as his face. You know, it's covering his face. So kids don't know that that's a doctor. He doesn't sound like a doctor. There's not a long scene where it shows him being kind or anything. It's just a quick flash of this guy in a mask saying. Wait, you know, bro. So I, I put Beauty and the Beast at the end of your Google search. Uh-huh. This is the scene from the movie? So this is not a cartoon version. That is that the movie? Yeah, but, but, I don't know, hard to, hard to say. Uh, hold on. So the, so the version you just watched, right, was it the it cartoon version uh, or is it like this realistic it's, thing? It's realistic. Like oh, okay. live, real people. All right. But they animate, you know, the characters. The gotcha, characters gotcha. Stuff. But it looks real, yeah. Also, that was scary as shit. It was scary. It was a moment of scary. It's just kind of funny, you know. Well, for, for a six, <laughs> put yourself in a six-year-old, right, you know? Hell, that looks dark anyway before the plague mask shows up. <laughs> yes. What is this? Man? No, watch the cartoon, bro. Why are you... Can you believe that the... Can you imagine if COVID doctors wore those masks today? We should have. That's kind of a dick move. No, they shouldn't have, but yeah. Creepy that mask is... Beak. Yeah. And they had, like... <laughs> it's a black hat yeah. with the black beak mask and, like, a black... Like, if you have, like, a suit today, like, to protect yeah. you from... It's like death, you know, roll up in and just give him a sickle and let him <laughs> ride through the room, yeah? It was incredible. I stopped in my tracks on that one. Man, look, run it back. Watch the cartoon version. You're still rooting for Gaston to, you know, get his ass whooped <laughs> by a beast. 
and then you get to watch the teacups jump around and the, the you know the chest or the the wardrobe you dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. and the candlesticks doing his thing. Yeah. I bet it's creepy as hell in that version. <laughs> no. no, it's no, it's not bad. They, they made it good. No, I just looked at that. I didn't see anything nearly as dark as that in the cartoon. This version. was this it was out of left field. It was like okay, we're learning. Okay, it's a little dark. It's Did like, we need to know that though? No. Were you watching the? You've seen the original one though, yeah? yeah. The cartoon version. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Was the time. whole time you're like, how the hell did, did her mom die? No. Why is she only living with her dad? No. no. But I think there's a theme that I see, and it's all these movies. The the main character has either lost a parent uh-huh. or both parents, or there's some severe adversity in, in their life, right? Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure now, you know, people want to know all of that. And hell, how do you revive that? You know, yeah. beauty. How do you re- run that back and, and not be the same thing, right? You have to add an element to it. So, this is why she's only living with her dad, right? You got to explain it now, man. Just let kids be kids and let it be a cartoon. It was a cool story. It was yeah, funny. It's different now. You have freaking teapots jumping around and candlesticks <laughs> singing. You know, do we care? Right. Are you going to explain the mechanics? No, of how that's just working in the real fast world? forward. No. I want to see the rose and the last petal fall off, right. and you know all that. Sh- I don't. None of the rest of it matters. Yeah. It's, it was a trip, huh. but yeah, it got it put me in the mindset too of thinking about how we have so many events in history with plagues and diseases that come about. It's it's interesting to live through one called COVID and sort of know that we're going to be in the group of people that live during the time that people learn about in the future, right? When they look back and say, "What was COVID like?" I wonder what our big black mask is going to be when people look like 200 years from now. It'll be them stupid at? little surgical, you know, it, you it's, so? it's a mask. It's, it's a mask. It's, yeah. it won't be nearly as menacing, you know, but it'll be, you know, nurses and doctors, you know, exhausted from overwhelming, you know, ERs and stuff with that. Yeah. You literally can't do anything about it. You know, yeah, that's, that's scarier than, you know, beauty and the damn beast because that, I, that's more realistic. I connect with uh-huh. that, you know. Yeah. So, there's your neighbor, buddy, fixing the boat. It's not my neighbor. I don't know what the what is this dude doing. So there's a guy over there on a cell phone, I don't know what that dude's doing. working that's on a boat. That's not. That's not my buddy. I mean, obviously he's 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 on there doing something, but I don't know what he's working on. You think he'll be on his phone the whole time? I don't know. <laughs> Do you see? So check out the inefficiency. This is how our brains work. Here we go. He's on the phone uh-huh. chatting with a friend, uh-huh. and you see him doing work. You can uh-huh. watch him, observe him right now doing work. Yep. But as he does work, you see how inefficient his movements are. He's walking back and forth looking for a tool or something, but not really searching, just kind of moving around. Yeah. Not really finding what it needs well, right away. This this goes back to, and maybe I think you and I talked about this before we decided we should start recording our conversations. This goes back to what we talked about before. What's that? Can you truly uh, do two things at one time? Can you multitask? I right. My experience. Did we talk about this before all the way? I I think I we did. Because I don't know who the hell else I would have this in-depth <laughs> conversation about multitasking. Okay. But, yeah, you know, we've talked about this. 
You can do multiple things, but you can't do one thing with others and, and put 100% into it. So you're doing exactly what this cat's doing. Yeah. Yap it on. He's talking louder now. Yeah. He's he, 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 I don't really know what the hell he's looking for. He don't know what he's looking for. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, my experience is the answer is no. You cannot do right. two things at once. I mean, sure, you can move. I can be talking to you and move my arm around this way. Uh-huh. But there's a level of lack of focus on what my arm is actually doing and where it's actually going. See, I have to look and use my eyes to see what I'm going to touch. Right. You know, there's a certain level of autonomy that you can have, you know, but it's very limited. Autonomy, that's not the right word, but like... Oh, he's, got the, he's got the, the salon floor sitting. That's, that's what you see that's sitting out in the cockpit there. Yeah. So that's the piece that I said, if you pull the carpet cover back, that piece lifts up and comes out and so that you can get access to the engines. Yeah. So he's doing something in the engine? Apparently. I don't know what, but... <laughs> So I asked you earlier about depreciation. We got a um, my my wife's younger brother. I think hmm. he's twenty one now. He's going. He has a car, but he's going to looking to buy another one. Right. And so he's looking at sort of his first time, his first foray into like loans and terms for loans, and yeah. you know buying from a dealership versus buying from like an independent, you know, dealer. And it's just interesting see him go through that so i shot him some info last night to try to help him out you know get his mind wrapped around like uh like true cost of ownership for a car and oh i'm sure you probably you probably went way overboard i did of course but you know i just told him like hey you know use what you can out of this and this is the stuff that helps me over time and and, uh and yeah it's a true cost of ownership for a car i know he's got limited income and he's newly engaged yeah he's looking at a baby soon oh goodness and he's kick-starting life yeah so yeah my goal is just to arm him with some information to help him on the financial front to get him geared up to you know make it sustainable in the future right so hopefully he takes that and runs with it but but this is the same thing that i was telling you that we were talking about with with my son who in i don't know what, what the hell's today Today's the fourth, right? So in 18 days, he turns 16. You know, big dad, big yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, owning a car, right? You know, it's not just you know, do you have 20 bucks, which obviously doesn't get you very far far these days, uh, in, which you wouldn't know, Tesla guy. But 20 <laughs> bucks worth of petrol doesn't get you very far. Yeah, um, no kidding. But, uh, you know, it's not just about can I afford, you know, gas money, you know, the true cost of owning that vehicle, right? You know, it's not just the gas to get somewhere. It's, it's all the other things, right? right. That, that up to it. And, and I, you know, look, everybody's different. I, I've said this before. You're, you're the squarest guy I know, right? So I'm sure if if your parents had that same conversation with you, if they had the conversation that I'm sure you probably had with him, you probably digested all of it. And you're like, oh, you know, and it is <laughs> me. <laughs> My parents told me the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at 23 or 4 or whatever the hell it was, I don't remember what, well, how old I was when I did it, I was making... Forty-five thousand dollars a year, fifty thousand dollars a year, and 
bought my second Corvette with a, I remember my car payment was $654.13. I remember that number. Shoot. And my insurance was almost $200. Okay. Because I, I think I may have been 21 or 22. I was young, right? I was yeah. under 25, so right. my insurance was through the roof. Sure. I, I was paying it. I didn't have a wreck or a speeding ticket, you know, but that was just, it was, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. You know? So I was paying almost $900 a month to ride around in this stupid car. Yeah. But I had it and boy, it was clean and it was nice. I bet. And then I had to buy my first set of tires for that car because I drove it like a bat out of hill. <laughs> and how did that go? I slowed down <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot, right. but you know, making that kind of money and spending sure. better than half of my actual you know net income sure to pay for a stupid car to ride around you know was ridiculous and my parents were like hey look it's your money but what you should be doing is x y and z and i was like yeah yeah you know my money but you couldn't tell me shit well yeah you know you were making bank at the time i may not even been making that whatever i was making it wasn't enough to okay, me, okay. to to justify, to justify, you know, paying that kind of money f- to ride around in a car. Right. I, I wouldn't pay nine hundred dollars a month to ride around in a car now, <laughs> as we're sitting on right. <laughs> our boat. But you know, I wouldn't pay that now. Right. There's a reason why my vehicle's a 2016. It's in great shape. I don't right. need anything else. I love it. Wife's car is a 2014. She loves it. Right. You know, and we're fortunate in that way. Because I've looked at the price of new vehicles, or hell, used vehicles. Used even. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, cheap. it's insane. It ain't cheap. So, I, and I try to have that same conversation with my son. And? Man, listen, you know, when you go out and get this, you know, $12, $13, $15 an hour job, and you're going to work part-time and go to school yeah. continue to finish your you know your high school education but you want to run around town and take your little girlfriend places and whatnot you know it takes money to do that you know this is why your education is important this is why learning is so important you know look and just make sure that you've got yourself covered right so that when you do get out in the real world and you have to be on your own and you know parents aren't helping you financially you know it looks easy from your perspective with us, but but you know, my, my, you know, myself and and his stepmother and his mother and his stepfather. You know, he's lucky to have two families that you know we we get along exceptionally well. We got I got very lucky in that respect. We we do okay. Yeah. And so they see it from that lens. They don't see it through the lens of others, and you know, keep it in. Keep, I mean, I'm not going to say you should you, know, you should not go through life, you know, with a different set of lenses, but you should also understand that not everybody sees it that way. And right. I want you to respect that, and I want you to understand it. Right. How do you convey that mentality to a child? You know, it's like my wife was saying, she's like, I wasn't given a vehicle when I turned 16, and it made me work twice as hard. Yeah. You know, so I think it builds character. And I said, well, I, I was given a vehicle when I was 16. I was fortunate. Um, and I still worked hard. Right. So there, you can come at it both ways. That's right. But, but just don't 
don't underestimate what others are going through. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 talking to my wife's brother about his struggle, you know, not his struggles, but he's, you know, he's looking out and he's trying to figure out how all this stuff works, right? And sort of talking him through that made me reflect on when I was a kid. Yeah. And like my first car experience was my dad was super handy and we were broke. Right. So we, he, I guess he was driving one day and he passed by this like Dodge Neon sitting in someone's driveway with a for sale sign on it. It all makes sense now. You had a Dodge Neon? Dodge Neon. It, I can see that. And it had a for sale sign on it. And he, I guess he stopped and talked to the guy and got to know what was wrong with the vehicle. And so he comes home and this is about the time when I'm like looking out into the world trying to figure out chicken or egg like can I get transportation to get a job or do I get a job to buy transportation? Yeah. It's the struggle that everybody goes through. And maybe not everybody. And uh, and so he brings me, he comes home, he's like, hey, I saw this car. I got some info. This car's $900. Uh-huh. He says, probably about another 400 but we can get it fixed up, get it running for you. I'm like, okay, Dad, let's go check it out. And we head up there. And we check it out, and I'm like, "All right, cool. I don't have a car, so this is this will be my first vehicle." Yes, please, let's do it. And uh, so we get into it. I honestly, at this point, I can't even remember if I paid for it or my parents did. I assume that they did. I assume that they covered that expense to begin with. The car and the, in the repairs. The car and the repairs. Yeah. But the car and the parts, like the parts, like did you guys repair it? Oh yeah, my dad. You say your dad was handy, right? Yeah, yeah, he. He was no stranger to a car right. engine, so he went in there, whatever, it was like an alternator, battery, something, did some things, and yeah. I don't mean to sound dumb about cars. I know what I know, what's going on in the engine. Right, right. But uh, I can't remember what the issue was, so he fixed it. Boom! I was on the road for a little over a grand. I was running. Yeah, yeah. But then I drove. But that experience led me to. So my parents weren't going to buy me a car they, they weren't going to finance a car. i think they paid for my insurance for a while yeah until i actually got a job yeah i had a job pretty quickly after that and uh from then on i paid for all my repairs i paid for my insurance i paid for my car and i never bought not until we got the tesla recently i guess two years ago year and a half two years ago did i ever finance a car right and i always paid cash and bought it outright yeah and so I went from a $1,000 car to probably like a $3,000 vehicle. And I was into motorcycles for a bit because I still don't have enough money to buy a legitimate car. Right, right, right. And so this was my <laughs> progression as time went on. Uh, but it's just funny. It's just a different experience. Um, like you said, everybody comes from different lenses. And one person like me may, you know, be given a $1,000 jump starter car to then move on to get everything else on his own. Another person might get hand-delivered a brand-new 2022 whatever as a young kid, and they might be just fine later on and progress well, that's, on their own. that's where we're at, right? We It's not a 2022. It's a 2019 or a 2020. I mean, it's not an old car. It's a nice car, right? Um, and it, like I said, it, his, his mother and, and his stepfather, it, they have – his stepdad – is an extremely hard-working guy, very intelligent, very well-to-do. He's he's done well, right? Uh, and, and and they're very fortunate. 
I don't know that we're spoiling him. It's not a new Ferrari, right? <laughs> it's not a new Tesla. You know, it's 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 a used car that he bought for himself and then drove, yeah. and then he decided he wanted something else. So they said, well, hell, instead of buying two new to the family vehicles, we'll do this one. My wife and I are, you know, paying. You know, we agreed on you know a financial contribution to because you know we want to, and we can, which again is fortunate. But how do you, I don't want to, A, I don't want to give the kid something, you know, he can't afford anything because he ain't had a damn job. Yeah. I don't want to buy a cheap car, which what is that nowadays, right? Um, Ten grand. And I also don't want to have to constantly work on it. And I also want something that's reliable. So this is a newer vehicle, almost no miles on it. It should take him through the rest of high school and it should take him to college. Right. So, you know. And my wife and I, we talk about that a lot. How do we, how do we, how do we do for the kids without spoiling them to a degree, you know, whatever that means. But at the same time, teach them responsibilities, teach them about, hey, this is how, what it takes to run a household. Um, You know, and and let, you got to let them stand on their own two feet. Right. But you also, I also... I Man, the line is so gray. It's crazy gray. It's right. crazy gray because I'm talking to my wife yesterday about her brother's situation, and he was asking us for maybe a loan to do the down payment for the vehicle. And, like, it would be super easy for us to just say, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Or, to be honest, if he's in need, right, we could buy him the car. Just here's the car, man. Go do what you need to do. Here's the tool for you to live life, you know. We're kind of in the same boat with my nephew. We want to, we talked about wanting to do, but then we also, there's also other dynamics at play there. Yeah. And so, again, where does the teaching moment start? At what point do you, is it imperative that you get this on your own? Like my wife, my wife, I, I love her story, right? She worked her tail off to pay for her stuff. Yeah. And, uh, whether it was the right thing or wrong thing, right? Her parents wouldn't co-sign with her for a new car when she absolutely had to have one. Right. And she said, all right, okay. She took that and she said, let's figure this out. She's always been extremely responsible with money, unlike myself. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, she bought a Honda Accord because they had this crazy, like, financing deal. And she bought a Honda Accord and she loved that Honda. She takes excellent care of a vehicle, and she loved that car. She was extremely proud of that car. She bought that car herself. She financed that car by herself, and she paid that car off yeah. very quickly. And uh, she loves that story. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's different than she mine. Did it, you know, it's different than mine. <laughs> but we've we've ended up in this place together, right? And yeah. so it's so funny. We try to take a little bit of both of those and, yeah. and teach that to the kids, right? And then, of course, they're going to have their own story. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I think sometimes, at least I find myself doing this, getting locked in my own mindset of, well, this is the path that I took, and this is what worked for me. Right. This is what you should probably do. Right, right. But it's just not the truth, you know. It, there's so many different ways to get to a destination. But I was struggling with the same question with my, bro- my wife's brother. It's like, what, what, what's our level of responsibility here as far as, lesson teaching or allowing him the space to learn 
how everything works right. before just dumping things on him and giving him the answer, right? The right. final destination. Right. Because, you know, isn't he just going to wake up five years from now when it's time to change cars again and be in the same boat? If he doesn't, if he didn't learn along the way, right? And and he, and he's her brother, so it's not like we're his parents, you know. We don't have like a the level of responsibility for teaching isn't you know directly on us. So it's we're yeah we're trying to navigate the waters of that, and it's just an interesting situation to be in. But it does also make me think of Oliver. You know, some Oliver is going to be sixteen, eighteen, twenty-one soon, and. I got to figure out, like you said, the gray line. I got to figure out where we fall in that gray area so that we can navigate the waters, to use the right terms, on the boat. Yeah, I, there you go. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's interesting, I, and uh, you know, it kind of puts me in the mindset of thinking about money in general, especially in our inflation environment, and everything. But money is really, money's just the the uh the stop before the destination you go out you work you earn your money but you don't earn money to earn money i mean who cares about money at the end of the day we don't trying to do something with it. we don't you're trying to deploy it somewhere but hey but you've read the articles you've seen the movies you've 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 watched the the programs right where there it's it's like a warren buffett warren buffett doesn't need another dime who who? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I almost threw you off the boat. You know, I know you know who Morning. he is. That's ridiculous, right? You know, but he loves he loves the art of the deal. He likes making money. He's not he he's not like you know one of those guys in the cheesy pinstripe suit who sure. loves to buy your father's company and then break it to pieces and ha ha ha. Sure. You guys get nothing. <laughs> I don't know that he's. I don't know the guy obviously, but I don't know that he's that guy. But he doesn't appear that he's that guy. Yeah, not at all. You don't need another damn dime. Why are you still buying companies and why are you still investing millions of dollars in these stocks? Because it's making money. You know, you don't need any more damn money. But I mean, something right? I like to be on the boat and ride them down the lake and burn fuel. This guy likes to buy companies and, you know. Yeah. Uh, If it's what he enjoys. But for us. I don't go to work to make money just because I love to go to work and, and get a check. Right. I like the things that that check right. allows me it's to do. It's the lifestyle that you attain from it. Correct. Right? Yeah, so money is just a stop along the way to the destination. It's not like when you're a kid and you're 16 and at home, you don't think to yourself like, hey, let me get up today and go earn some money. You think to yourself, man, I really want a car. What do I have to do to get a car? Right. Well, I got to go work. Right. To earn money to get the car. Speaking of stop before the destination, we never really finished off my cruise story. Last week's oh, cruise, shoot. bro. Last <laughs> week's cruise, we went on. I don't take, I, I can't take a nap in the middle of the day. Like on Saturday, right? We're laying around doing whatever. I can't, I can't take a nap. Okay. In the I'm middle saying, of the day, I can't I'm sleep in the middle right. of the day. If you, if I do, when I wake up, I'm ready. To, I would. I just soon pop your head off your shoulders just to look at you. I get so grumpy, right? How funny is that? I don't know why that is, but it's I've always been that way. Last week, it's clear that this cruise ship was built in the early 2000s or something. Whenever. Hell, I don't know when the hell it was built. Okay. It's built a minute. The decor was slightly outdated on in the in the rooms, yeah. but it was a king size bed. 
was a massive room. I had a walk-in closet in this cruise ship suite. I've never seen anything like this. And then it had a full balcony with two lounge chairs, two full-size chairs, and a table. Like, it was a, it was a big-ass balcony. Yeah. I was like, oh, get out of here. Man, the, room the, the weather was beautiful. The water was the most royal blue you've ever seen. Cool. The boat would ease along. There was enough of a breeze coming across the balcony. You could hear the water. Man, I fell asleep on the balcony. Did I you? fell asleep in the chair. <laughs> I was so, I was so relaxed. Hell, I fell. Asleep. I went inside and lay down on the bed. I felt. <laughs> I took like five or six naps. The cabana we kept on the island, so it was just my wife and I. Yeah. Man, this thing was like like slats, so the breeze was blowing through it. It had yeah. a, like a full-size like outdoor sofa and lounge in it. it had two chairs, four lounge chairs, yeah. an umbrella, a fan. The uh, the the one of the, the Royal Caribbean, you know, whoever works the aisle, the Coco Cay Island, right? The, the wait staff. She would come. She was a super nice lady. She brought us drinks. She brought us lunch. Yeah. Man, I fell asleep there. <laughs> Middle of the damn day. It was gorgeous weather. Got up, we snorkeled a little bit, came back, toweled off, had water, took another nap. Dang. The most relaxing thing, the most relaxing vacation we've ever taken. Much needed, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, when is it not, you know? But like when we went to Iceland or when we went to Hawaii or Ireland or wherever the hell we go, yeah. we want to see so yeah, much yeah, of the cool stuff, of right? You pack an itinerary, you build a rest day in there, right? But you right. want to go see while you're there. Right. Here, you, it's a cruise ship. Yep. There's literally something happening every half hour you could go right. do. You know, you could, or you could fold, they teach you how to fold damn napkins into origami shapes or some shit. Get out of here. You know, <laughs> or you can go to a show or you could get off in Nassau. We didn't even have to get off in Coco Cay, but we rented that cabana. We got off the boat, walked to the cabana, and then didn't leave. You know? There's um, something about a cruise, though, that that's, that's the expectation is that you're supposed to relax. Dude, there's people on this boat who are nonstop. They're really? in the casino. They're at every show. Oh, they're yeah. you know, booking the different experiences on board. There, there was the – this one had the wave rider, like the – Boogie board oh, pool and surfing sick. pool did up you top. Do that? No, oh. look at me. Do I look like I did that? That's I learned my lesson with the snowboard. Yeah. Hell no, I ain't get on that. Like like water it. slides and all kinds of crap. Yeah. You know, there's people who are nonstop doing that. We we picked different places to go sit. The only thing we did on board was I had booked her a massage. Was I had booked her a massage and my buddy had booked we booked the girls massages yeah. as a surprise. Okay. And so I had booked her a massage, and man, I just I drank a cup of coffee and found me a quiet spot. Yeah, and kicked back in a chair, and it was so relaxing. Amazing. It was the most relaxing vacation. We didn't we didn't do anything. We had a blast. That's amazing. That sounds great. Complete. I mean, obviously, completely rewrote the cruise experience for me. Yeah. So yeah, we will certainly do it again. Yeah. Never tell you about the. The one and only cruise I've ever been on. My, my wife, she won. She does giveaways. You know about this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she won a cruise. It was a, uh, I forget the name of the cruise now. Parahoy is what it's called. Parahoy. 
hell is Parahoy? Parahoy was a cruise put on by some cruise ship company where they bring artists, like uh, bands, to the cruise. Uh-huh. And they schedule shows on the cruise ship. Uh-huh. So Paramore was their lead. So the Paramore group was on the boat, and they had, I don't know, five or six other artists. And they would have, like, they had different stages throughout the ship. And they would set up, and they would play shows. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. Sounds miserable to me, but hey, it, each is on. It was phenomenal. Well, I'd, I'd never been on a cruise ship before. Right. And I think that was probably four days, five days, something like that, out to the Bahamas. and But it was incredible to everybody on the boat was all about Paramore. That's all they cared about. It was like that was the reason that they were You're there. You're saying Paramore. Paramore. The band, Paramore. You know Paramore? Right. No. No? Okay. No. They got good music. What kind of music is it? Um, it's like uh, punkish, rockish. Uh, you know, I don't know how to describe. That's it. I'm again, not a music person. We, uh, whatever. <laughs> again, we have to. You know I'm not a music we person. have to start writing this shit down, right? <laughs> because that's another podcast that we absolutely must do about the music. <laughs> Phoenix rental car. <laughs> the no shuffle. No shuffle. Your Let phone, my go. phone. Yes. Out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, his his <laughs> his music catalog is incredible. If you ever get a chance to sit with him, have him put it on shuffle and make a rule that you cannot skip. It's incredible. It is a direct result of the Napster days and how Napster evolved into. Listen, you can just go. I and was grab in the Napster. No, no, <laughs> I was I was downloading music at that point, um, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, I don't know. You have to actually after. go get it. You have to say, "Hey, I want that song." It's no different than iTunes. That's Your true. iTunes and my iTunes, That's right? True. That's true. You have to say, "Oh, I like that." I want it. So saying, you know, blaming blaming a song that comes on in your shuffle <laughs> on, oh, this was just Napster. I just went and grabbed blocks of music. Oh, Absolutely man. not, sir. That will it's, not fly here. Every song that you I chose had that. in there was at one point an enjoyable song to me. <laughs> they, a lot of them have aged over time. It's funny, too. I'll get back to my cruise story in a minute, much like yours will digress. Oh, man, we circled but that one, right? The, yeah, the music selection. There's this, I bet, this has got to be similar for a lot of people, something to say, but I bet that there's this t- time period where you could download sort of anything you wanted if somebody was sharing it. Just just after you're borrowing your CDs from your friends and ripping the songs, right? You go on your Napster or whatever the service was at the time, download the music, and it felt great to just build a library of music that you could have for free, unfortunately, for the companies that produced and the artists too, right? They weren't getting paid. Thankfully, that was fixed, but I have a library from this time period where you could go get whatever you want. And then even after that, there were sort of still ways you could find music and and get it in. And not until Apple came along and really blew up the digital sales scene and locking in with the digital right content or whatever they call it. Um, So I have this block, this time period where it's just a whole bunch of stuff. And then there's this dry spell. Where like, because I was cheap, not buying music from Apple. I don't know why, I don't remember. I just need the money for something else. And so there's this block of time period where it gets really dry. 
and then and then you move beyond that and then you're not downloading music anymore like you're not buying music anymore because it's all streaming it's all on a streaming service so you right. buy your spotify or whatever right. service and now you stream it so there's got to be a group of people like me like us probably who have actual music but they have mp3s or whatever on your computer that you carry around and sometimes tap into and listen to i i i have an ipod i've got a massive one i mean only an iPod, you know, for those of you who know, you know, not a, not an iPhone that has music on it, but an actual iPod. It, this thing is thick. <laughs> lame. Right? I have no idea what's on it. I haven't charged it and looked at it. Really? Nor probably will I ever. Okay. But when, when I decided, you know, hey, I'm going to pay for iTunes, which I don't know, it was, I don't know how many years ago I actually did that, but iTunes, Shazam, and Pandora. So I love my Pandora. I listen to Pandora, and I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Or I have Alexa play, you know, whatever station, right? Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's a cool song. Or I hear something. I'll Shazam it and then open it in iTunes and immediately purchase it. Really? Yes. So I have a cat extensive catalog okay. of things that will stream. I'll Shazam it with my other phone or I'll hear it on a TV show or wherever or, or a restaurant or wherever I hear this music at. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I loved that song. I'll Shazam it and immediately download it to my iTunes. Now, I've gone on tangents and I've downloaded some stuff that I haven't heard in years, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and it's all fresh now because I've like, oh man, you know, it's like, Rex and Effect or Cypress Hill or something, you know, old school that I, I hate that I use that for old school, but, <laughs> you know, late 90s, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I've downloaded it because I, I loved it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I've, Shazam. Shazam. It's one of my first few apps. If I get a new phone and, and for whatever reason these didn't transfer, Shazam is one of the, I'm like, man, I like that. That's a cool sound, and I'll Shazam it. You know? Get nothing, not very, you know, very fortunate. Not very many things are as disappointing as Shazamming a a, a tune that you're you're yeah. hearing or a beat, and nothing coming and up. Not getting the result. Yeah. <laughs> We're searching. Hold on, man. Come on, don't be one of those. Oh, I want to no. hear that. You know, so How funny. Yeah, very spoiled. Yeah, stop. I I haven't bought music on Apple or anything. It, and I don't even pay for streaming services now. It's like I just use the free whatever, and sometimes I don't, it comes with I don't, commercials and whatever. I went through that when I, I bought a I bought a Jeep Wrangler, a 2009 Jeep Wrangler. And uh, when I bought it, it included six months of Sirius XM. And you told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is stupid. Why would anybody pay for music? You listen to the radio. It's free. Yeah. Well, this came with my vehicle when I bought it, a six-month subscription. And at the end of that six months, I paid because this was amazing, (laughs) you know. And uh, that lasted, I don't know, a few years until maybe, I don't know, five, six years ago. And then now I stream Pandora or iTunes. Yeah. You know, so. We got with Sprint which is now T-Mobile. We got, uh, what's the one? Title. It came with a title yeah. subscription. And then Tesla added title to the car with the last software update. 
That's been really nice. So you just pick I, your song and go. I tried title. I got friends that love Hulu. Uh, not Hulu. What the hell? Um, what's the other one? Hulu, uh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. Why the hell did I confuse? Spotify. I tried Spotify. Make a Spotify playlist. Can't get into it. Really? I got friends, a couple of different friends who we like a lot of the same like EDM or other type of you know chill lo-fi chill house beat music. Yeah. And you'd be like, man, check this station out. This is really good. Because I'll put that kind of stuff on in the background yeah. and just listen to it all. I love it. And I'm like, what the hell is the spot? Man, send this to me on like iTunes. Why? Yeah. Why? What's why, what is spot? I don't have Spotify. Yeah. You know? I tried. I couldn't. Creature of habit, you know? Yeah. So I did for a little while pay for the upgraded version of Pandora, like six or seven bucks a month where I didn't get commercials. And then... I was like, I'm okay with a commercial every three or four songs. Yeah, that's not too but bad. It's not too bad. So jumping back to Paramore. They got good music. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to jump back to that and the cruise. Don't forget to close that gap. Yeah. So that, yeah, so we had listened to some Paramore. It was all right, you know, it wasn't like great. We weren't crazy about it, but then when we, we knew we were going to go on this cruise, it was like, all right, well, we should probably listen to some of the music. So, of course, we listen to music over the next couple months. And, you know, anything you listen to over and over, you start to enjoy more. Right. And, you know, it sticks. And then you associate the songs with that period of life. And then, you know, it just becomes a part of your history. So we got excited. So now we're excited about the cruise. We're excited to go do this thing and see these bands. And I'll never forget, we're on the boat. Everyone's in, like, the main area, like the upper deck. They had a big old stage set up. All the fans were out there. I don't know how many people, but there were people from all over the world who flew in to this Paramore cruise. It was one of the first, I think, sort of one of the first like, like band cruises. Not the first, but yeah, actually, I don't, I don't really know. I'm not going to speak to that. I don't really know, but it felt like niche at the time. Yeah. And so I'll never forget the sun setting. We're in coming out of uh, Miami, I think. And the sun's setting, and they kick off the first song. The band comes out, everyone's cheering, excited. And they kick off the first song as the boat is making its way out of the dock. It was phenomenal. I don't know why, it just felt great. felt so great to listen to them, listen to now what was one of our favorite artists, right? Yeah, yeah. Play this music on a boat, on a cruise. Like, how... Uh, how could life get any better? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. And then it helps that it was free, right? Elizabeth right. won it. So like, right. everything's paid for. Not a dollar out of our pocket. Right. To come on this trip. It was phenomenal. Well, great. It kicked off a great cruise. We saw a bunch of other artists play in the different stages that whole week. And it was cool. That was really cool. There you go. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Well, with a good artist that I love. I, I don't care about that. I don't care about the concerts. I, I've never been that way, though. My sister and her husband, they, I bet they see 20 concerts a year. Shoot. Or easily 20. Yeah. I'm probably under. You know, as, as, a, as a military veteran, he does, he gets free tickets to a lot of concerts. You know, he, he plays, you know, well deserved. They'll see. The same lineup three times in three months. 
we want to go to see so and so. Yeah. Well, didn't you just see them last month? Yeah, but so and so is playing with them. <laughs> so they'll do it. And really? man, they drive all over the damn place. They live in Huntsville. They'll drive to Chattanooga, Nashville. They drive to Memphis. They'll drive to Atlanta. They're all over the place seeing the same artists yeah. multiple times. They love it. They have a blast. It sounds miserable to me. Yeah. I don't want the people. I don't want the crowd. The music never sounds like it does when I've been listening right. to them through my, the, you yeah. know, my headphones. Exactly. So I'm all right with you know not doing that, but to each his own, I guess, right? Yeah, everybody's on a different journey. It's cool that we all like different things. That's why uh, we I mean, end up yeah. with this amazing economy and this amazing life that you can do all these different things. Yeah. It's like picking from a menu. Man, it's if incredible. you're if, if you're happy doing that, I'm happy for you, bro. But I I'm I'm not really interested, you know. So and that I guess that's what what it's all about. So But uh so there's that. And uh what do you think about the new podcast location? This is amazing. Yeah. I'll be happy to record here again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's here. This is great. Yeah, maybe next time or the time after we'll head out and you can drop the anchor. Teach yeah. me how to use the uh, yeah. counterweights and all the fancy words use, that you use. I don't use that anchor. anymore, but yeah, you know, it, I still use the fender ball. But yeah, I stopped doing that. Now that I got a little more confidence. Yeah. To close that loop. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but boat, uh, yeah. Boats are a thing. You know, we live on a planet. It's got a lot of water. We do. And uh, I told you, the the very near future includes a, a bigger version of this located on the coast. And we're subject to randomly sell everything and just move to that. <laughs> so. This is what blows my mind. And then we should wrap because we've been going on for a long time. But this is what blows my mind is that you can just pretty much set out to do whatever you want yeah. in this world. Maybe Except that's, snowboard. I can't snowboard. <laughs> except snowboard. Well, you can set out to do well, it. Well, you could. If you put your mind to it, you get there. I don't want there. to. <laughs> right. You get the choice is what I'm saying. Don't do that and put your mind to it, crap. It's incredible. It's just incredible to say to, you, to say to someone, yeah, we might sell everything and end up on a boat on the ocean soon. Like, what? Yeah. Who says that? It's random, but it happens. But, but anybody can do that. It's crazy. Yep. With enough work and all the things that go into it, right? It's yep. incredible. Non-podcast days, you need to bring the wife and kid out. Yeah, that'll be fun. He, Oliver was going to come, but he's really disappointed not to be able to come this time. I'll get uh, I'll get get Julie, and we'll load up, and we'll come out. Elizabeth's got to take something, though, because we were on the cruise, and she got sick. Yeah. And just this, like this here, just sort of rocking a little bit. Think so? Yeah, it'll for sure. She's got like a motion sickness kind of thing. She well, could take Dramamine. She might be sleeping. Somebody mentioned, so I was at rock climbing with Oliver the other day, and someone had a boat out here on the lake. And they said something about something you can put in your mouth. and it like There's tablets and all kinds of stuff you really? can take. There's little bracelets you can wear that are supposed to help. And oh, yeah? Yeah, there's all kinds of a stuff. bracelet? Yeah, it's like something that, it's got a little thing, and it press, you know, you, you put it like right here and it's supposed I don't know how the hell it works but yeah there's all kinds of stuff out there I'll never shame some voodoo stuff anymore man it's real so and I mean dude I spent I, I spent tons of time on the water 
and I've I've been seasick. You still will get it. I I haven't. I can't imagine it here on the lake, but yeah, you know, certainly out in the ocean or the Gulf or something like that. Yeah, I, and listen, it doesn't make you any less of a man or an old woman <laughs> to end up seasick. Uh, I want you to come out and have a good time. So, whatever she needs to do to get there, Take whatever. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. That'll be great. I'm looking forward to coming back. We'll wrap it up in the chat. Come back. All right, man. See you next time. Yeah, dude. Wrap it.